Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. On tonight's show, we showcase the young sports people of Coddington Church of England School. The Twins and the Striders update us on their weekends as we talk on the renowned Radio Newark Sport. And as ever on a Tuesday, it's time to showcase the youngsters. And Newark Athletic Club's Jasmine Braithwaite and Riley Picker both represented Tutor Eve School in the primary school's national cross-countries at Presswold Hall on Saturday. More from the twins on this story, round about 7.20. A 14th place finish in the 500 metres saw Freddie Polak drop a few places overall in the speed skating Europa Cup held in Germany over the weekend. However, a strong effort given as he is one of the youngest in the event. Three ex-Newark Rugby Club girls have been chosen in the NLD Ladies Training Squad. Alex Clack, Megan Stevens, and Maddie Crofts now pray for West Bridgeford and Derby respectively in the ladies teams. And there was no less than 16 of the Newark girls at the NLD under-15s and under-18 trials at Mellish on Sunday. A fantastic testament to Mark and to Claire in their final season in charge. An away win against the home boxer for Newark Amateur Boxing Club youngster Lauren Workman with a unanimous points decision and a great performance at Boston. They are Mr Smith, it can be done. Fernwood Sword Club fenced far and wide over the weekend with Ethan Dakin finishing in the last 32 from 278 fences in an under-13 meeting in Poland. James Rutherford reached the last 16 and Rod Howlett the last 32 at the Leicester Open. To cycling and in round two of the West Midlands Youth Circuit at Shrewsbury, brothers Finlay and Leo Bass, both racing for the MI Racing Academy, took part with Finlay finishing sixth in the under-14 boys and Leo 11th in the under-12 boys. And two goals from Jamie Staunton and one from Sam Wright, all but secured a Notts Youth League Championship at under-18 level for Long Bennington. The 3-2 win at Skegbay, inflicting the home side's first defeat of the season. And Alfie Price hit four as RHP Colts beat Woodall Spa 6-1 to maintain fourth place in the Midlinks Youth League under-15 division. Still a lot to play for here. All the top sides have got to meet each other. There you are, Lauren. And away win at Boston, she must have been good. She must have knocked them out. She really must have been good. Breaking news. I'm devastated. What? Devastated. Forest have got a corner. <laughs> I've got a Forest fan next to you. You can't say too much. And and a Newark Town player, so that's got you on the back foot <laughs> straight away, hasn't it? Um start, no. Start the um it's from the um our twin town of Whitley Bay. Oh yeah. Number two grandson has taken up rugby league. My God. He's playing for the Whitley Bay Buccaneers. Have you disowned him? They want to whip it next. <laughs> He'll be walking around with a flat cloth cap on or something. Yeah, they've started rugby league team up there called the Whitley Bay Buccaneers. Um, their first, or Finley's first match at the weekend away to Catrick. He may as well come here. He's halfway. I'll, and on a serious note, because I'm, you know, he's 13. No, he's not. He's 11. The oldest one's 13. He's 11. I hope they're not listening. Um, <laughs> he's 11. How can he be expected to play both codes? He's playing re- league on a Saturday, union on a Sunday. It confuses me. Well, Jonathan Davis managed it, and he was Welsh. So, um, he does not listen, is he? <laughs> 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 but no, it's, uh, it's, it's very easy to adapt. Um, because um, basically you just got to remember that rugby league has passing and in rugby union you just kick it so um, it's, it's, it's very simple well I've told him he won't get bored because after every, every six goes you have to give it to the opposition yeah it's just uh, I, I just hope he gets a better commentator than me because uh, there was a time when I was doing rugby league commentary and uh, actually came out with the phrase handball. But uh, that was a, a lo- long time ago. I've learned a heck of a lot since. Tony, with the greatest respect to everybody, it's a better commentator than me <laughs> or you. 
um just want to do one quick one and it's long bennington they came in here didn't didn't they a few a few months ago and we've been keeping track on this um not youth league under 18 yeah, division yeah. three because it's got bennington and it's got fond and colts and it's got new it's got, it's got new york town in new york town are our second fond and colts i think are fourth but bennington even though they look like they're going to win it they played five games more than Skegby, um and were 16 points in front of them so you know it was still theirs to win but they had to go to Skegby, who had not been beaten all season you know, and to go to mansfield and to come back with a 3-2 victory oh good takes an awful lot of doing it does it really does you know okay if mansfield's got to come to bennington maybe but to go into their own backyard and come back with all three points i reckon that was one hell of a performance i think if you go to mansfield and come back alive you've done well I mean. well, well ex- exactly because it's uh i don't care what age you are and what sport it is <laughs> it's newark against mansfield yeah exactly yeah. so well do- a massive massive well done to um that that is that is the top top um we haven't spoken primary school sports for a few weeks and i thought this was a good opportunity tonight to um not only talk about primary school sports talk some of the youngsters which we're going to do a little bit later on but really find out what makes a primary school tick sports wise and what they have to do we you know we see the the netball competition we see the football competition but i want to know tonight by way of a change almost what goes on behind the scenes so we've got the Coddington Church of England school in tonight, and I've never known such a quiet school. So shall we try that one again? Because every time I say <laughs> Coddington, what do you do? Yay! Right. Okay. Let's have another attempt at it. We've got the Coddington. Yay! Yay! Well, we're getting better. <laughs> By eight o'clock, we'll get there. Um, we've got the Coddington. Coddington. Yay! Yay! That's the spirit. Church of England school in tonight with. Um, um, I don't know whether to call him Sir, Matthew, Matt, Mr Evans. I don't know what we're going to do tonight. What do we call him? Mr Evans. We'll call him Mr Evans. Right, Mr Evans, good evening. Good evening. Um, we brought some of the star youngsters with you, and we're going to talk to them a little bit later on, but I want to do this, if you like, the serious bit first. Okay. Um, and how important sport now is in a primary school. We, we Tony and I, look back... A number of years to when Kevin Evely was here at Barnby Road, um, and we had a massive, great debate when the government had withdrawn primary school sport funding. It, suddenly, it wasn't important anymore to have your child playing sport at a primary school. That got turned over, primarily because of all the fuss we made on Radio Newark. <laughs> um, that got turned over, and since then, I don't think sporters look back and i think tony thinks it is so important because it's when the youngsters first almost choose their sport which they could be playing for the rest of their lives that is how important it is so first of all before we go down this list of um sort of questions and comments i've got for you as a school teacher how important is primary school sport yeah, so as you say, I think it's incredibly important. It gives them their first taste, uh, particularly of competitive sport. So we do a lot of different sports clubs at Coddington Primary School. Um, I think last year we, we did 11 different competitive sports. Uh, so giving the children lots of different opportunities to do sports, not just, not just one sport, because um, then they can find out which is their favourite and then when they get older, then they could maybe specialise in one in particular. Um, so, as you were saying, it's been really beneficial, um, the school sports premium that we've had recently. Uh, so, I think last year we had about £20,000 to spend on sport at Coddington Primary School. Um, so, we're investing that in all our different sports clubs and getting lots of uh, new sports equipment in to help encourage them to get involved. You've mentioned, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump this one, because I, I know that you and Mr Smith sort of meet up with each other on a Saturday afternoon in, in the cricketing world, so <laughs> you, you know each other well. Yes. Tony is the um, stereotype Yorkshireman, um, <laughs> and you never, ever play sport not to win. You've already mentioned non-competitive sport, um, 
which is what you, you do. Now, I, I, I can understand non-competitive sport because not every child is built and is made to be a sports person. Mm-hmm. But every child can at least join in in sport. Tony thinks you play to win. Full stop. Your comments. <laughs> I think that, yes, it's nice for the children to get an experience of being successful. So, yeah, it's a good it's a good thing to try to achieve to win, uh, try to strive to win. But we do want to try and get as many children involved as possible. So the involvement side, especially at primary school level, I think is slightly more important um, than trying to win. But it is a nice thing at the end of the day for children to experience the success. And I, I, I should explain that, that Mick has really got to feel very much at home in the journalistic world in, in that he's already twisting every word I say. <laughs> I totally appreciate that. Uh, I, I don't think non-competitive sport is, is, is probably the right phrase, but all-inclusive sport is, is, is a very good thing. I should just want you one of the back foot, that's all. <laughs> um, last year at Coddington, 103 different children um, represented the school in a competition, one or the other, and you competed in over 30 different sports competitions as a school. Um, how many have you got at Coddington? Over got around about 450 right. So a quarter of them represented the school in a sport. Yeah. So that's... Um, more than acceptable, isn't it? I thought I'd be quite bad. pleasing. <laughs> I'll be quite pleasing for you. Football, netball, cricket, outdoor athletics competitions. Um, the Newark and District Primary School Sports Association, something that I mm. love, because I think that association is right up there at the top in this country with what they do for sport. And Coddington are a big part of that association. Yes, we try and get involved in pretty much all the competitions that they offer so we do all the the football tournaments um that they organize uh, we do the netball that they organize um and we do the outdoor athletics as well which is a really good event in the summer uh, dave webster's really fantastic at organizing that um and also i've started to work alongside him a bit to um to organize some cricket tournaments in the summer as well to try and improve uh, the provision of um newark sport well so yeah. I, I like I, I like that because it's cricket is a little bit like rugby it's to an extent extent been left behind um and I also like the all inclusive that girls and boys are playing all the sports and are playing the sports together uh, yeah yeah cricket's a really nice sport uh, partic- running as well I particularly enjoy um coaching because that's such an inclusive sport. Everybody can get involved in that, no matter um, what their ability. Uh, so we want to speak a bit later on about the park run as well, which has been fantastic for us getting um, more inclusion in sport at our school uh, recently as well. Tell me about um, where Sport England and the Youth Sports Trust and those organisations come into it all. Uh, yeah, so as well as the Newark and District primary school sports association um, we also get involved in lots of competitions organized by the school games um, so the school games is funded by sports england and the youth sports trust um, so they put on lots of like a broader range of competitions that we can get involved in and quite a lot of minority sports as well like pop lacrosse and um, like tra- like pop lacrosse pop lacrosse <laughs> tony pop lacrosse pop yeah what's that i've no idea Useless. It's basically lacrosse, but in, with plastic sticks rather than the metal sticks. That you, <laughs> you mean they don't quite hurt as much? <laughs> don't hurt as much for, for younger people. And and and, the, and the, the, the there has been a tournament for that, hasn't there? And yes, we, we're taking part in. Well, hopefully, we're taking part in a tournament in that uh, about May time this year. But we did it last year as well. Um, it's, it's quite an easy sport to pick up, and I quite enjoy coaching that. You mean you just hit somebody with a stick? That's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's quite a quick game. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of goals. Is that because most people are knocked out? In fact, I'm coaching that um, in, in PE with these guys at the moment yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, it's, been de- it's been a decent year. It's been a, ve- a very good year. And now it is where we test it because you told me um, a couple of weeks ago um, of what um, Coddington... Shall we do that one again? You told me what Coddington... Yay! 
Well, I'm glad you're listening, Mr. Evans. <laughs> dear, dear. Useless. Honestly. <laughs> Rewind a bit, Tony. Just. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we can edit yeah, this. Yeah, I'm sure we can edit it. Look, it's not live, isn't it? <laughs> you told me what Coddington. <laughs> Yay! There we go. Oh, I see. We've woke up. Excellent. Um, of one. So, you were Parkrun Champions. Right. Uh, Newark Junior Parkrun Champions. Um, we were also Newark and District uh, Swimming Gala Champions as well this year. Um, you got a lot to go, yeah. Yeah, we've got quite a few <laughs> other successes. We were runners-up um, in the Newark and District Football Tournament in the autumn as well. Um, and one you might not have on there is I, uh, we took a team to Nottingham um, to take part in the EFL Kids Cup, which is a, a football competition organised by Nottingham Forest Community Trust. And again, we finished runners-up in that out of about 12 different schools, which is fantastic. Um, I, I particularly like... I'm just going to in, in, in interrupt a moment. I particularly like the... Um, you reached the final of the football. You know, you sort of broke into the um, Lowe's Wong Tutoried. Yes. Traditionally, yeah. you actually... Smashed your way into that one, didn't you? We, we beat Chuterid on yeah. a penalty shootout. Yes. Actually, that was very nerve wracking. <laughs> and then we had a penalty shootout in the final as well, but didn't quite manage to be successful in that one. But they did fantastically well because we only had we only had seven players on the day as well, and they were all a bit worn out by the end of the tournament. <laughs> no, they they did absolutely brilliantly. <laughs> Let, let's end this little sequence though um, with the park run. Yes, so this has been probably the highlight of our year so far in terms of um, sporting success. Um, so we it, we had, again, about a quarter of the school take part in this um, and we did over 250 runs over a six-week period in the park room. Um, and it was neck and neck for most of the six weeks with us and Tutor Reed. We were the top two schools. And by the last week, um, there was over... I think it was about, it was about 350 children took well, part I went in the down, run. At the I end went of last down there week. for that last run, and they was hundreds. Yeah, was literally hundreds. Tutor Reed had about 107 on the last day. I think we counted, and we had 97. So we made up a big chunk of that, <laughs> and all the parents got really involved in it, and they're all coming down and supporting their children as well. We really got into it. What you're really saying is you beat the big boys, aren't you? Yes, it was nice. <laughs> That's nice what to you're saying. <laughs> Absolutely excellent. Right, um, coming up, we're going to talk to four of the youngsters who are sitting nice and quietly in the studio. In fact, they're that quietly. They never even shout when I said Coddington. Yay! Yeah, you know, I knew we'd get there. But coming up before, and for the last time for a couple of weeks, it's the Twins. 7.20 on a Tuesday means one thing. Well, at least it does for this week. It's the Twins, and they're out um, at the new Sports Village testing that new track out as we get round to the light nights and the summer season and um, track and field, no less, at Newark. I can't believe it. We'll have to be there when it starts happening. Um, ladies, what have you got to tell me? Um, so, last weekend, we had the Primary Schools National Cross Country Finals at Presswold Hall. And we had Jasmine Braithwaite, who finished 171st in the Year 7 Girls, who ran in a massive field of 344 runners. So really well done to her. And we also had Riley Picker, who also competed, and he finished 135th in also a huge field of 329 athletes. So well done to both of those. It's um, fantastic. I mean, I bet you, you can remember the days when you used to do that, can't, can't, can't you? Yeah, we didn't do the primary school, but I remember our first English schools and, like, nationals. Because me and Lauren, we were still under 11 when we did our first nationals, yeah. Oh, and now you really are old, aren't you? Yeah. Um, (laughs) We've hit a sort of a quiet time in in athletics now as you sort of put the cross-country gear away and start gearing up for a summer of, of track and field. So, for the next month to six weeks, what will you two be actually doing? Just concentrating on training? Yeah, we've got a 10K, actually, on the 7th of April, the Lincoln 10K, because we do that every year. But apart from that, we haven't got anything, have we? No, we might do a few Sharnwood Opens, which are, like, beginning of the season to get back into track. But then we've just got the Northerns and the YDL, which will come a bit later on. So what are we going to concentrate on this this summer, then? What are you... What are you what, uh, Tilly first, what, what do you want from the summer? I want to... 
get better in a time in 400 hurdles because I've only done, because now I'm under 20, it moves up from 300 to 400. So I've got them. And I also want to try and get a better steeplechase time and try not to fall in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was not going to mention that. <laughs> Lauren, I think I know what um, what you want from the summer, but you can, can you tell us? Um, po- um, to improve my uh, pole vault PB. And, of course, you can do all that now, both of you. You can do everything at, at Newark for the first time ever. So, no pressure, girls, because we're all going to be down there, you know, um, looking at you and winning you on. Yeah, yeah, we'll have everybody watching, yeah. That's the spirit. <laughs> girls, thank you very much. We're going to catch up with you in a fortnight's time to find out how the training is getting on and any other gossip that's coming out of uh, Newark Athletic Club as you look forward to a summer of track and field. Thanks, girls. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That's the twins there from the Sports Village. And you know, now, Tony, it's getting close, isn't it? Yeah. It's getting close to an athletics event. I think the first one is actually the schools and not schools. In, in, in June, an athletics event held in Newark at an arena, which is second to none in this county. Well, it's, it's just... I'm, I'm, I'm still pinching myself, really, because, I mean, we've been waiting for it for so many years. And tonight I'm going down to training at FlowServe and, and to, to see the floodlights on, on one side of the pitch and then the floodlights on, you know, on the other side in the athletics track. And then if FlowServe had a match on, well, they, they, they've got a match on tomorrow night, but if, if the FlowServe... I mean, all of a sudden, Newark has just exploded with sporting entities, hasn't it? It's, it's unbelievable. And the great thing about the sports village is it's not for me and Lee because we've mm. spent an old lifetime moaning about there hasn't been one and somebody should get one sorted out. It's for these four here, isn't it? Well, you and me have spent an entire lifetime avoiding sort of keeping fit, but, I mean, it's, it's, um, it is it is for the, for, for the youngsters and, and the future. And when you consider what Newark AC have achieved over the years from training basically on a bomb site, just think what they can actually achieve now they've got the facilities, like you say, that... With the envy of any town with. Most certainly not. Right, the stars of the show and the stars of any show that come in here, obviously, our guest, we've heard from Mr Evans. We're now going to hear from, from um, four of his uh, his youngsters that he's um, turning into the wonderful sports people and sports people, the future of, of Newark sport. And we're going to start with, no less than the captain of the school football team, who also plays basketball, and he's also in the athletics team, so he's an all-round sportsman, something that you never was, Mr Smith. Um, I've got the all-round bit. So, w- welcome to Radio Newark, to Jake. Hello. Hello, Jake. Um, Hi. You're obviously sports mad. Yes. Tell I- me, first of all, about um, your love of football. Well, I've been playing it since I was little, and I just love being on a pitch, running around, kicking the ball, learning new skills, like scoring goals and everything. And it, you can play it with your like friends as well at at school as well. That's a big thing because all my friends like playing football as well. And did you play in the team that? Reached the final last last yes, year. Yes, in Nottingham. Excellent. Do you? Are you disappointed when you lose or when um, you win or do you say, okay, we'll go again next well, time? Well, it's I mean, really great if we win. That is such a good moral boost. But if we lose, it's as a team and we just learn from it next time. Top answer. Top answer indeed. What football team do you support? Um, Lincoln City. Okay, we'll go. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, we're happy enough with that yeah. one. If you send Manchester United, you've got to walk out that door. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but Lincoln City, Lincoln City will do. Basketball. Do you play basketball at school then? Um, yes. Excellent. Top marks to Coddington for that one. Why basketball? I mean, I think it's a brilliant game. I used to play it when I was at school, and that was a long, long time ago, before <laughs> balls was even invented. But I used to play it then. We, we was East Midlands champions at, at the Grove. Not wrong uh, with your memory. Exactly. Especially when you win something. <laughs> so, why basketball? I don't know. It's just... I like being out playing sports and stuff, and it's just another thing that maybe I can try and see if I like it. You see, we've got you that play basketball. We're also going to talk to the captain of the netball team in a moment. So, the question is... What's best, basketball or netball? Have to say basketball. <laughs> I think somebody may argue that point a, li- a little bit later on. I've tried playing both sports, and I, 
I can't get my head around netball because you can't you can't move, and that's really confused me. Um, athletics. Yes. Are you a sprinter or are you a cross country man mm. or are you what what what, uh, what what's your athletics favourite? Uh, I can decently run far, but I prefer sprinting and short distance fast, like pacing it out and running really fast. So, would you ever fancy something like sort of Newark Athletic Club, or do you? Or where, where is athletics in, in your list? Because you can't do everything. No, I really like athletics, but if I had a choice, I'd probably stick with football higher. For, do you play for anybody on a Saturday morning? Uh, yeah, um, Collingham. Collingham. Yeah. And are you having a good season? Um. The last couple games, we haven't been doing too well, but as an all-round team, we're good. We're doing well. What's he like as a footballer, Mr Evans? Is he a good footballer? No, he's a very good footballer. Yeah. He's a very good footballer. Is he um, forward, centre-half, full-back, goalkeeper? Can what? play all, all positions, really. We usually use Matt, you need to just come a bit close to him. Sorry. That's it. Yeah, we usually use him as a centre-midfielder, though. Centre-midfielder. Oh, you're, you're the man that makes everything happen, then, are you? Yeah. You're the man that makes it tick. Yeah. Uh, excellent stuff we'll come back to you in a couple of minutes Jake but thank you very much for now because we're going to talk to the captain of the netball team now because I've just been told that basketball is better than netball Eleanor welcome to Radio Newark hi hi what do you say in answer to that he's wrong <laughs> <laughs> why is netball better than basketball I don't know really it just it's just more fun to play I mean, like, basketball's a good sport, but I prefer netball. And how did Coddington get on at netball? We're pretty good. We don't normally get to the final, but we've been going quite well and we've been getting better and better, and in our last match we nearly got to the final. Well, that's all, that's all, that's all you can hope, isn't it, that it gets better and better. Now, again, like Jake, you're a multi-talented sports person, um, and you also play hockey, I'm told. Yes, um, there's a club on Wednesdays with Mr Evans and yeah, I do it with my friends and it's really fun. So this is what, at, at, at school? Uh, yeah. Excellent stuff. And again, Mr Evans, I know we all say that teachers, you know, have an absolutely cracking life, don't they? You work from nine o'clock till three o'clock for about 25 weeks a year. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's a bit <laughs> more than that. It, it, it's a brilliant life, um, but... <laughs> There is a lot more to it than that, isn't it? Because when you finished, if you like, the day job, and this is where we should be so proud of our teachers in this country, you sort of get the PE kit on, go out there and work for another couple of hours for the love of it, or more to the point, for the love of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I try and do a sports club after school almost every night, um, and at the moment we've got a lot of games that I have to organise um, after school as well uh, so sending out letters, organising the teams. But you're a sports person yourself aren't you? So this is a bit of a labour of love isn't it really? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and why not? Just passing on my knowledge I suppose. What, why not? A lifetime in, of sports, yeah. A lifetime of sport. How old is he? About 46. <laughs> yeah right okay. <laughs> 24. We've got Jake telling me when he was younger and he's telling me a lifetime of sport. <laughs> Hockey on grass, though, these days is not played very much. No, um, we normally play it on the playground, and then right. when we do matches, we play it on the Magnus AstroTurf. Oh, right. So, again, as I said to Jake about Newark Athletic Club, do you have people from, say, the Athletic Club or the Hockey Club or, or come around to the school at all, uh, if you like, touting for names? But the point is, it's the next step up, isn't it? Yeah, so we've had uh, Tim Birch from Newark Hockey Club come in um, a couple of times. He ran a training session for us and he also, yeah, he's keen to get a few people to come down. He, he's, a he's a good yeah, lad, he's Tim. He's a good lad. Yeah, he's really nice. He lives in Coddington as well. So, so hockey, Eleanor, it is, it's brutal. Uh, people get hurt playing hockey, so do, do you mind playing hockey? I mean, football's okay, but you don't get hit playing football. Playing hockey... You can really get hurt. Yeah, it's a good game, but you do get hurt quite a bit. <laughs> the balls are very hard and the sticks are quite hard, but that's why you wear shin pads. 
I think you get put on the foot a lot. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think you probably. I, I go and watch Newark Cocky Club quite a lot, and oh dear, you sort of going. Oh, I'm glad I'm not in there. Have, have you ever been injured playing hockey? Yeah, I've hurt my feet quite a bit. <laughs> Um, you, you keep going back for more. Yeah, someone's hit the ball into my hand before as well. Painful. So out of the two then, hockey or netball? Netball. Oh, that was... A, <laughs> right, OK. <laughs> Too easy decision, Alan. <laughs> that took a lot of thinking about, didn't it? Coddington! Yay! Yay! Oh, we're going to struggle to get there by 8 o'clock, aren't we? Right, let's talk now to the Junior Park Run winner and needless to say he's also in the athletics team and that's evan evan are you oh well tony's doing his bit tonight is <laughs> you can let go of it now tony well done um <laughs> junior partner winner evan welcome to radio newark thank you um junior partner did you do all the part run campaign then well i did four out of five i unfortunately had to miss i think it was the first or second week because i was i can't remember what i was doing but unfortunately i wasn't a five out of five runner but you still went and you still did. It was a cracking effort from Coddington, wasn't it? Did you think at the start when Mr Evans came up with this wonderful idea, right, I want you all to turn up at nine o'clock on a Sunday morning for the next five weeks, what did you all think? Well, I didn't really think it was possible because since before the primary schools challenge, I was already doing parkrun and I, I saw a few familiar faces, but then... When the primary school was challenged, there was just so many people who I'd recognised from our school just joining in, and it was really good to see that everybody was just taking part. It was it was fantastic, and at the end of the day, when Coddington won it and you beat Tutory, I said Coddington again. Yay! Yay! Oh Can you help Tony? Um, when when you won it, what what was it like at school the next morning? Well. There was, it was definitely going around and we had like an assembly about it and I believe we took home like a, a trophy or a, it might have been a plate to like obviously make like... And, 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 and make somebody buy a trophy cabinet for you now. <laughs> We've got to have a trophy cabinet. We're filling up the You're trophy, filling up the trophy the cabinet. Moment, I thought yeah. that won't take long. <laughs> So we spoke basketball, we spoke athletics, we've done, we've done running, netball hockey it's multi-talented the question is evan how important is sport we've asked, we've asked sir the question but to you as a pupil at coddington how important is sport and what mr evans and others do for you well i just think sport is really good because you might not be the best at like maths or english but that doesn't matter because if you're good at sport that's what you can do for the rest of your life I mean, and it's really enjoyable for some, and it's just, I really enjoyed it. So what's more important, maths, English, or sport? I'm looking at Mum out there. <laughs> what's, more, what's more important, Evan? Sport, maths, or English? Well, in... I honestly can't say, but in... <laughs> in importance, I'm, I'm going to have to say maths and English, but in more enjoyable, I'm, it's a definite sport. Good lad. What's more important, Mr Evans? <laughs> Me, it's sport. <laughs> you see, he said it. Bye, he bias. said what you was thinking. <laughs> Brilliant. And that leaves us to talk to Lois. Now, this... Lois, you know, I, I mean, you know... You've got to have favourites, haven't you? If somebody turns up in a Nottingham Forest top, then automatically she goes to be my favourite. And, and then she takes the top off and she's got a Newark Town shirt on underneath that. Well, this can't be bad, can it? And then I find out you're captain of the girls' football team. Lois, good evening. Welcome to Radio Newark Sport. Hello. Um, your love of football, then. How long have you been playing football? Um, well, I haven't played it for long, but I started when I was about eight or seven, seven or eight. And I started at Coddington Tigers, and then uh, when I went to year, when I got into year five, uh, Mr. Simmons opened the girls football, so I joined that, and I got into the team. And obviously, you, you love football. I mean, are, are you not a, a netball player or a hockey player? Football's your thing, is it? Yeah. And, and you played obviously you play it for Newark Town as well. Yes. So what what team are you in at Newark? I'm in the Newark Town under twelve girls. And uh, are you doing very well? Uh, we're doing okay. We're, some games we do really well and some, day, some games we let ourselves down. No, that's, you don't let yourself down. No, 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 Mr Evans, come on. They don't let themselves down. It's, no, it, it, it's, it's a learning down. process, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Some of these, some 
have probably been doing it an awful lot lot longer. As long as you learn from it and get it put what, it right next time, or try to put it right next time, that's all. That's as long all as they've given a hundred percent, doesn't matter. Does it? it doesn't matter one iota. Um, and I thought we talked about every sport that you do, and now I find out you also love swimming. Yes. Now you see, Tony and I don't do water because we tend to sink. So why why swimming? Are you what, what what's your favourite swimming stroke? Um, my favourite's probably backstroke. Yeah, would scare me. Awful lying on your back on in, in in water. I would go downwards very quickly. Do you swim for the school or do you are you, are you with Newark Swimming Club or? I'm with Newark Swimming Club, but then I also swim for the school team as well. Because we had Newark Swimming Club in in last week to see us and. Uh, do you, do you go to the galas? Uh, I don't go to all of them, but I go to most of them. You, you go to some of them. Lovely. Mr Evans, you've got to be so proud of these. I mean, it's, you know, the, without... I, I, I keep saying it. These guys are the future of Newark Sport. When us two are not here to talk about it, somebody else, you're probably going to be sitting here talking about it in 20 years' time. These are the guys we're going to be talking about, aren't they? This is why Corrington are here tonight, representing the whole of Newark Primary Schools... Because if you get it right with these, we've got a cracking future. Yes, exactly. That's what we're trying to do, to inspire a generation at the moment. And hopefully um, then they'll continue it in the future and hopefully represent the Newark, uh, Newark local teams and have a bit of success in the area as well. Um, and that, you know, that is what it's all... Because this is where we came into all this, isn't it? And when the government said no... Primary school sport's not important anymore. It is important. It's very important. Probably not quite as important as maths and English, but I think it really probably is. Um, <laughs> um, but it, it is so important because it starts them off. There. Last year we observed an 18.3 increase in our extra-curricular um, sports club participation. You know, that's knocking on for 20%. One in five are now... Yes, and, and that it. was recognised as well, thankfully, from the um, the school games. Um, so we received uh, a gold award mark this year from the school games uh, due to our increase in participation and the increase uh, in the amount of competitions that we're doing as well. Uh, so it's nice that it's been recognised. It most certainly is. Jake, what do you want to... Um, how old are you now? 11. You're 11. So this is your last year at, at Coddington. Yeah. Do you know where you're going next? Yeah, I'm going to a grammar school called King's Ingram. You're going to King's? Yep. Right, that, that's a good sports school as well. Yeah. So, so you'll be all right there. What do you want to do sports-wise as you get older? Well, I really do love sports and I, I wouldn't want to stop, but I do want to become a vet when I'm older. So you want to be a vet? Yeah. So you'll be playing rugby because all vets play rugby. <laughs> so you'll, you'll end up playing rugby well jake we wish you the best of luck thank you and we'll, you know mr evans will be keeping an eye on what you get up to and we'll we'll keep an eye on it as well um so um our netball captain eleanor um can we find a mic for eleanor eleanor is this your last year at coddington uh yes and you are going to will rob you're going to will rob are you right um and again do you hope to continue your sport or will sport take a, a you know, a little backward step as you sort of get into your education a bit more. I'm hoping to continue with my sport because I quite enjoy it. Well, that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's all about. Um, our junior part run winner, Ev um, Evan, um, are you leaving Coddington this year as well? Uh, yes, I am. So you're on your travels and you're going to? Uh, well, we're up to. You're going to? Oh, you can go together. That'd be nice, <laughs> won't it? Oh, look on the face. <laughs> oh, dear, this is where you need a webcam. <laughs> um, and again, um, sport? Uh, yes, I'd like to carry on because I do really enjoy it. Excellent. And Lois, is this your last year as well? Yes. So you're leaving the Coddington Fold and you're going to? Will Rob as you're well. Going to, all three of you are going to Will Rob. Oh, well, that's one car sorted out then, isn't it? Uh, and again... You're going to carry on playing football at Newark Town, aren't, aren't yes. you? I'm sure you are. Look, we wish all four of you the very best of luck. And in ten years' time, you could be back in this studio again as sports stars of Newark. Mr Evans, sort of final point. 
it must be so difficult. You've seen them since they could barely walk. You've nurtured them into cracking sports people, and now you've got to say goodbye to them and start all over again. That's the bit I couldn't cope with. Yes, I know it is a, it is a big shame, but we're, we're trying to plan for the future. So we're trying to get um, some year fours and fives at the moment um, taking part in the sports teams. Uh, so hopefully they'll be able to fill their boots when they then they move on. But it will be a shame. It's a lovely lovely year group. Uh, year six at the moment. I really enjoy working with them. Coddington School and the mums and dads out there should be so proud because it's not easy to come in here and talk to a complete stranger. They've chatted, they've chatted and they've answered every question. The good ones and the bad ones. Um, and they've been absolutely wonderful in the stars of the night. Matt and the children of Coddington Primary School, thank you so much for coming in and talking on Radio New at Sport. From the fantastic kids of Coddington Church of England School to the fantastic Newark Striders and Graham Welsh. Graham, good evening. Good evening to you. Um, I think you've got lots to talk about tonight. You've had a couple of relatively quiet weeks, but you're bouncing back tonight big time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Tell you all about. I'll let you get on with it. Yeah, OK. So we uh, start off on uh, Saturday morning at the at the park run, and uh, that was the uh, Newark Striders takeover of park run, which, as I've mentioned last week, isn't quite as dramatic as it sounds. It just means that the club are uh, filling all the volunteer positions uh, at the park run, uh, marshals, timekeepers, uh, run director, pacers, and everything like that. Uh, so we had a good, uh, good Saturday, and it was the culmination of the, um, of the Step Into Striders programme, which is couched a 5K uh, programme that's been running since, since New Year, and we had 19 uh, people complete the, uh, the entire programme, and uh, the sort of part run on Saturday was the finale of that, and uh, there was cake and, uh, cake and medals for all concerned, so uh, some new runners uh, for, uh, for the New York running scene. On to Sunday, and uh, we had the Ashby 20, that's a very popular race in the, uh, as part of the calendar uh, traditionally for people building up to their spring marathons, and uh, yeah, it sells out in about 20 minutes, the uh, Ashby 20. That's not what it's called, the Ashby 20. It's called 20 because it's 20 miles long, and it's a pretty tough, grueling course. So basically do a, you, you do a mile out from the start, then two times around a nine-mile loop, and then a mile back in, so 20 miles in total. And the first of the New York Striders to finish that 20 was uh, Mark Jackson, two hours, 22 minutes, and a 45 seconds, followed by uh, David Cross and Simon Palmer, who crossed the line together in uh, two hours, 35 uh, and 41 seconds and 42 seconds, respectively. And then our first uh, lady finisher, Philippa Clark, uh, two hours, 41 and uh, 20 seconds. And that's uh, not hanging about for running 20 miles, let me tell you. Mary Swindles was next to finish for New York Striders, um, three hours, 18 and 40 seconds. Sorry, I missed out. Steve White, two hours, 51 and 49. So we had 22 people in total finished the course. I won't read them all out uh, we had uh, Cass Scott, uh, 3 hours 52 and 20 seconds. Jason Priest, 4 hours 3 minutes and 26. Um, Lynn Bobby, um, 4 hours 19 minutes and 41 seconds. Uh, picking out a few there. So a nice day, but nicer than it was the week previously when some of us did the, uh, the, the not 20 mile race, but uh, uh, all the same. A good show at uh, Ashby. On to. Uh, Elsewhere, and uh, with the London Landmarks Half Marathon on Sunday as well, and one of the new strategies down there taking part in that, Bernie Deval, two hours, 27 minutes and 26 uh, seconds. And uh, in other um, half marathon uh, news, we had um, the Monsell Trail Half Marathon, which is over at Bakewell, and they run a race on Saturday and on Sunday. And in the Saturday event, Steve Gerd was there, one hour, 49 minutes and 41 seconds. That was the first time uh, Stephen managed to get under one hour fifty. He's been chasing it hard, so a new PB for him. A new PB for Stephen Tomlinson as well. He did the event on Sunday, one hour fifty-four uh, minutes and two seconds. And again, another trail half marathon, the Forest of Dean half marathon. David Daubney, one hour fifty-eight and thirty-seven seconds. What a PB for for, for David as well. And over in Ireland, in Galway, we had. Uh, uh, two striders taking part in the 10-mile Crogwell 10-mile uh, um, event. Uh, Tom Spellman, 1 hour 24 minutes and uh, 5 seconds. And Linda Madden, 1 hour 24 minutes and 39 seconds. Uh, pretty uh, speedy times, those. To 
10K uh, news, and uh, we start with the Gainsborough and Morton 10K. Lewis Hopkinson, he's one of the, the, the quicker guys in the club, if not uh, just about the quickest. Um, Lewis did, did, did the uh, 10K at uh, Gainsborough in uh, 36 minutes and 19 seconds, which was a PB for him. And he was ninth overall out of uh, 830 runners or so. And he was the first, uh, first veteran as well to finish, so a really fantastic performance from Lewis. And uh, finally, in terms of events, the Clumber Trust 10K was taking place. We had four new striders there, Jeff Riley, uh, Henrietta um, McCabe. We had uh, Chris Craig and Ruth Mountstephen. So that's a a great event. I've described it in detail in the past, put on every month for free by the uh, National Trust at Clumber Park. So well done to them. In terms of what's coming up, well, there's not too much going on this weekend in terms of racing action. We've got the Grantham Cup. Uh, I think there's a few striders there taking part in that, but I think after the busyness of the last uh, week or two, we're having a slightly quiet weekend. And when you're not running, what better thing to do with your time than to sign up for the New York Half Marathon? I've been asked to uh, uh, plug that, and I'm shameless at doing so. So um, I hear it from the uh, from a reliable source that I was actually the very first person to sign up for this year's uh, New York Half Marathon. So uh, I didn't know that until uh, until recently, but. Uh, yeah, join me at the New York Half Marathon. Uh, plenty of places going there, and I uh, encourage you to take part. What a wonderful plug! <laughs> Shameless. And we've got Peter Davis um, coming in in a couple of weeks' time, two, three weeks' time, to um, give it yet another plug, and it's all well yep. I was trying to work out, you know, Monsaldale, Galway Bay, Columba Park, where Gainsborough now. Where would I like to have gone? And I think Galway Bay does seem an idyllic weekend to go running. Um, it really does. So I think um, I think Galway Bay would have probably won the award for um, this weekend. Definitely. As ever, Graham, thank you so much. Thanks, Ben. Um, and the Striders Report, I think, already is on our social media pages, so you can have a, a another read of um, what they've been up to this weekend, and there's a, two or three photos on there for, to look at the guys and the girls Great in stuff. action. Thanks, Graham. Bye now. Thank you, bye-bye. Ah! <sighs> Take a breath, no, Mr. That, Smith. That would be wonderful. Well, go away, babe. Go, can't, oh, my You can cope with that one, goodness. could you? Better than Gainsborough. Well, you know, obviously not if uh, Gainsborough people are listening, which Gainsborough is also gorgeous, but yeah, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've often wanted to do the Monsaldale one, not running, but cycling, because it's a cycling route now. It's the old railway line. It's the old oh. railway line between Matlock and, 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 yeah. Buc- and Buxton, and you go through the tunnels and everything. All right. So I, I really would like to sort of, um, one day, one day when I've convinced me number two grandson not to buy a whip it well that lad will be all right if he takes up rugby league and a vet because he can look after the whip it's guy unbelievable um <laughs> we haven't taught primary school sports for a long time and I, I, it was good of matt to bring yeah the kids in tonight and um showcase clients we showcase barn road we showcase church read it was nice to give coddington a a go and well, yeah, they are really into their sport, aren't they? But he said, you know, um, that uh, year six this year was a particularly special bunch. But I mean, they spoke so well. I think so, this is the thing that gets to you every time, yeah, isn't it? Because you expect eleven-year-olds to come into a radio studio for the first time and be very monosyllabic. Oh, yeah. we're back on that one. And, uh, and 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 they were absolutely spot on. At that you know, it's, you, just, you sit and go, "Yeah, how old are you?" <laughs> yeah. And it's it's just that absolutely tremendous to hear you know youngsters speaking so passionately about anything. It's been, but but especially sport. That, that's that 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 bodes very very well for the future. Uh, two or three have said to me, "Are you going to talk about what happened at last night's England match on your show?" Uh, yeah. Yes, we are. But we're going to talk about it on Thursday night when it's strictly me and you. And yeah. um, we'll debate it on Thursday night because I I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure that you know shutting the ground, kicking them out of the cup, docking them ten points is going to make any difference whatsoever to the mindless idiots that yeah. need educating because that's what it needs. They need educating. Well, and that starts at Chelsea. 
But basically, I don't think we can point the finger at Montenegro while we've still got such a problem in this country. Well, that's what I said. It, it was only Chelsea the other week, wasn't it? And I don't think people who do that yeah. can be educated. No, and, and, and this is the problem. And, and making them playing behind closed doors. And What I didn't realise, that um, in FIFA laws, um, making monkey noises is against the rules. And, you can, and the club can be fined or the country can be fined, or whatever. Fined by UEFA? If if they make the noise. So, but booing, or clapping, or doing anything else is not against the rules. It's just crazy, Tony. And the, the only answer is education, education, education. Well, as I say, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, we, have, we haven't got enough time to discuss it. No, now. we'll go in. We'll go into but more. We will go into more detail on Thursday night. It goes beyond education because surely people in this modern era know that just because someone else has got a different skin colour, it's they're not a sort of figure of fun. And it's, it's just, I don't think you can educate ed- educate people, and you can't find them because UEFA will probably find them eighteen thousand pounds or something like that. I know. Sort <laughs> the of, pettiness of it all. They'll, they'll, they'll probably slap a fine on that before they go for a, uh, for a lunch that costs more than that. But uh, we'll give that a little bit more airtime on Thursday night and um, pass on our opinions. And if you want to give yours, I'll tell you how to do it on Thursday night. You know how to do it in any case. Um, it's Golden Oldies Night tomorrow night. You do like the Golden Oldies Night. Well, um, I, 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 I can relate more to that era. If you can relate to that era. Yeah. Um, you, you, um, Owen Yeomans is coming in tomorrow night from Newark Athletic Club to tell us about a lifetime of running. I would never describe myself as golden, but certainly oldie, I qualify, yeah. <laughs> How old do you know Owen? I've known Owen, uh, third of a century, and um, he is as wonderful and charming company now as he ever was. Absolutely lovely bloke. Uh, even though he does come from Wales. Another Welshman, yeah. Yes. Uh, At least we're doing our missionary work. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that's what he, he soon got out of Wales. He, he, he soon got out of Wales. So, um, we're right. so it's Owen Yeomans tomorrow night. It's strictly Mick and Tony on first night. But massive thanks to the youngsters from Coddington Church of England School and from Mr. Evans, Sir Matt Evans, for <laughs> for for bringing them in. We do appreciate that. Um, and to the twins, of course, and to Graham Welsh. And I tell you what. I defy anybody in any sport to give a more comprehensive report than Graham Welsh. Talking <laughs> of comprehensive, the wonderful Stuart Preston on your radio. We-